one of my all-time second favorites, Mambo Number no. Five, Mike. <laughs> oh, second only to Mambo Number no. Four. <laughs> yeah, it was. Dude, you you, you want to hear? How, uh, you know what I love about uh, country grammar? And I can't wait to hear it. You want to like? I heard it today, and uh, I was thinking about it because I talked about it before. That's how racist our family was. <laughs> That's how racist the 90s, 2000s was. Mom listened to, she like took Eminem Slim Shady LP. Yes. Listened to it, refused to give it back, wouldn't let me have it. That's right. She also took Country Grammar, listened to it, gave it back. <laughs> <laughs> She was okay with the Nelly, not Eminem. <laughs> yeah, interesting. That is interesting. Uh, Nelly, a little more um, melodic and enjoyable musically, and you can almost kind of get lost in it. I feel like uh, the chorus yeah, is fun. Good call. You, it's not as in your face, whereas Eminem is just a you know a lot of shock value, and he's dropping some. Yeah. F bombs. Mike's favorite F bombs. She didn't even know what Nelly was saying. <laughs> oh, it's such a good rhythm. Yeah, see, that's how racist yeah. she was. She couldn't even understand the young fella. <laughs> <laughs> this has a great beat. <laughs> Smoking L in the Benzie. Yeah, that? see? <laughs> That's why white yeah, kids right. loved hip hop because it was speaking a language the parents didn't understand. But then you had Eminem come out there and saying like, "Well, just everything." <laughs> yeah, right. That makes sense. Good and call. He also got way too much negative publicity. Uh, he's a, he was talented, and he oh, did you know mom list. She took all my CDs because of like, wasn't it like Oprah and Doctor Phil? I hope so. <laughs> Remember, they were. It was like you had to like check your kids' CDs because it could be, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of people don't remember school shootings used to be a big deal. It wasn't like it happened and then the <laughs> next day you forgot about it. <laughs> like when Columbine happened, it was like a year and a half of like parents watching, you know, video games were the like cause. analyzing your kids and <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> they had like child psychiatrists come on Oprah, or you know, dude. That, I don't know. Remember yeah. all that? Oh, I do. And um, that was, dude. That might actually be the beginning of like the safe place thing. Well, like, that's where we overcorrected. It's maybe it. I think safe place stuff kind of came around with like woke stuff and transitioning and LGBT uh, BLT stuff, and like <clears throat> I, I think all of that kind of led to. Uh, oversensitivity of our culture and you know when you started when you couldn't say certain words I've always argued this uh, that was kind of the moment for me like okay this is becoming a movement that's going to be dangerous at some point yeah censorship is really dangerous and what's funny about the the modern censorship versus what was going on in the you know the 90s and stuff is it was the Christian right back then now it's that's the yeah. freaking woke left. It's weird. And now yeah, they we overcorrected, <laughs> man. Now they censor stuff like uh right the 
what you had in the 90s is you got a little label on your CD that said, warning, you know, this might be dangerous to listen to. And then now the left has instituted, like, for tweets or anything you put on Spotify as a podcast, right? It'll say, like, warning, this has COVID misinformation or warning, <laughs> warning, this could trigger you you other blue hairs, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. So they kind of, they're doing the same thing, but the pendulum just swung, and it's just this weird kind of, I want to censor the other guy kind of thing, and I don't get it as a as someone who resides in the middle here, but, you know, nothing we can do. Being controlled by the extremes, dude. Yeah, we are. It is wild that Eminem went, you know, Eminem too, don't you think he wouldn't have been as popular if he wasn't so controversial and if ever, you know, if all the suburban moms weren't so up in arms about his music. Maybe. The I se- think he was going to be a star no matter what. He's kind of just got that in him. Yeah, but I feel like once something gets banned or people want to ban it, that's when everyone wants to see it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, especially the kids. Definitely the kids. Definitely the kids. make It makes them more interested. And one last thing on Eminem, he was brought into the game through Dr. Dre, which is probably one of, you know, he's one of the OGs, dude. That's like the coolest way to get into it, right? Yeah, but that kind of killed Dr. Dre's uh, street cred. Really? See, we're out of my league here. I'm not familiar with this territory. Oh, me too. I was, I was hoping you would take over after that. No, I apologize. I can't oh. even... Uh, <laughs> I've exhausted my uh, hood talk, if you will, at this point. This is two white guys <laughs> talking about 90s rap. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tangent with Whitey and Whitey. <laughs> That's Whitey and Whiter. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Can you say cracker if you're calling yourself cracker? How does that work? I don't know. No, yeah, that's good. You, yeah, nice. All right, perfect. You can say whatever you want about a white guy, and you're a white guy. So Excellent. Yeah. Well, we are the butt of all jokes now, according to all media and all commercials, so it's excellent, man. You have to be. Although, you know who's taking some of the, the butt of the jokes now? You know who's back in the news? Oh, my God. Big Mike! Oh! <laughs> you talking Big Mike? Big Mike! <laughs> Yeah, I saw Big Mike. <laughs> you see Big Mike and Brock? It, Big Mike looked great. He could barely uh, hide his bulging heart on during the entire presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mike was really pulling it off today. Look, looked very ladylike. You and know? Uh, speaking of Big Mike and uh, Barry Sotero, what are we talking about here, Mike? The portraits, right? The portraits, yeah. And uh, and by portraits we mean we needed an excuse to bring the Obamas back to the White House. Yes, six, 60 days before the election. That's right. <laughs> Great call, Mike. We gotta remind you people why it's blue no matter who. Remember Barry and Big Mike? Come on, they're back. No, no, he, oh, dude, in his like speech or whatever, he even said... Like, uh, it's good to see all you guys following Joe, like you followed me and everything. And like, yeah. He, he acknowledged the fact that it's his team. Right. You know? It is. There's a, the famous clip. Everyone's seen it a million times. It's Barack Obama talking about how he would run a third term if he could do it from his basement. That's what he's doing. This yeah. is the show. 
we're watching it unfold. This is Barry Sotero's third act. That's why everything sucks so hard. Because so- <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to sucking hard, uh, never mind. Uh, I'm just going to end it there. When it comes to Barry. All right, Did somebody so- say Big Mike? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Dude, I got a freaking killer clip on this one, actually. Uh, They do so many tiny little digs on Trump. Trump lives in their head, Mike. It's so phenomenal. Uh, You're going to love this. They're going to go on some phenomenal avenues. And we get a little Barry. Get a little Big Mike. It's going to be really good stuff. Here we go. Production oh man, sorry, yeah. For a tradition. Yeah, sorry, we... There we go. The production crew is uh, falling behind. It's Thursday, guys. It's not the same crew as the Sunday crew. That's the <sighs> problem. Sleepy. Yeah, you know, we, we ra- got to race home to, from work. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Give it to me, Barry Sotero. The Obamas and dozens of former aides returned to the East Room Wednesday for a tradition that dates back to the Carter era. Rock and Michelle, welcome home. The unveiling of their official portraits that will hang in the White House for posterity. Oh, yeah. I want to thank Sharon Sprung for capturing everything I love about Michelle. Her grace, Especially the dick. her intelligence, <laughs> and the fact that she's fine. <laughs> Former President Obama. <laughs> I noticed you got the bulge. <laughs> I noticed you got. <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> the bulge, dude. Uh, all right, I'll let, it go. I'll let it go. Obama's portrait the was done by the Robert bulge, McCur- v- Very proportional. <laughs> Good job. That's all I had. <laughs> I can't get over this, man. Dude, how stupid is this? Wait till you, get, the- you guys know we're facing the worst inflation in 40 years. I mean, do you, you guys do realize that, like, crimes is at all-time high? I mean, I could go on and on here, but, like, Just talk this is what we're doing is unveiling portraits of Barack Obama. <laughs> Dude, he was president, you know. What is that, six years ago? No, dude, it's unbelievable. Mm. Um, Mike, they're going to tell you why they're doing it now, okay? It's very important why they're doing it now and why they didn't do this before now, okay? All right, I can't wait. <laughs> has nothing to do with the midterms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we yeah. go. Portraits. Who is known for his ultra realistic paintings that could almost be confused for photos? You'll note that he refused to hide any of my gray hairs, <laughs> refused my request to make my ears smaller. Typically, a president's portrait is unveiled during his successor's term, but President Trump skipped that tradition, and then came COVID. Our democracy is so much stronger than our differences. Michelle Obama's portrait has been hidden away in the artist Sharon Sprung's Brooklyn studio for six years. A portrait of a biracial kid with an unusual name (laughs) and the daughter of a water pump operator and a stay-at-home mom. What we are seeing is a reminder that there's a place for everyone in this country. 
This morning, their portraits have already taken <laughs> Everyone except place. the stay-at-home mom because yeah. your fucking policies have destroyed the economy. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> On the White House walls. <laughs> That's it. They're up. You notice how oh, they, uh, they dig in Trump, right? He couldn't do this because Trump yeah. didn't want it to happen. And then they end it with the fact that it's for everybody, but by everybody, we mean by BIPOC. Right? BIPOC, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not for us. They don't mean everybody, Mike. They're not talking about Italian Polish immigrants here. No. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm a little off, but I don't think they're talking about those people. I don't think they're talking uh, about uh, Afghan immigrants. Yeah, or- I don't know. And maybe Trump uh, didn't have time for your little uh, picture unveiling because... You guys were too busy impeaching him like nine times, Seriously. investigating him over Russia. In the meantime, he was getting us out of wars and not starting any new ones and keeping the economy floating. And Brock, you want to talk about, or um, I'm sorry, Mike, Big Mike, you want to talk about... Big Mike. <clears throat> you know, you want to talk about biracial kids and this and that. Well, what was the unemployment in the black community under Trump? <laughs> wow. You know? Yes, great call. Great call. So, uh, I don't know. You are more likely to have a stay-at-home mom under Trump than you are under Biden. So. Yeah. Huge fan of that clip. I uh, love how they brought in all these little pieces right in there. Um, They're just trying to make Joe Biden and the Democrats relevant, and they're just trying to say, hey, remember back when Barry was here? Everything was good and smooth and he was funny you know remember all we worried about was the tan suit so <laughs> i think he ever did wrong frank that's it the tan that's suit. the only thing he ever did wrong what was that would you say uh droned a hundred thousand people in the middle <laughs> East? <laughs> the tan suit <laughs> was that the wedding in yemen <laughs> the tan suit worst thing he ever did <laughs> i'll be honest though trump Never wore a tan suit. I never saw him in one, so I mean. He did say grab him by the pussy, Frank. <laughs> yeah, he did. Should They should have just hung him up by the cross the minute he said it, you know? <laughs> the minute that tape came out. Man, what's amazing about grab him by the pussy is how it just destroyed uh, Billy Bush's career and nobody else's. Yeah, that's the funniest part. So weird. And the, the dude just worked for Access Hollywood. He was working with that A.C. Slater dude from uh, Saved by the Bell. Nobody knew who he was before that clip came out. That's Nobody. What I'm saying, dude. Never heard of him before in my life. Probably was making a good buck. Oh, for sure he was. Doing fluff entertainment with the Saved that by guy the, the Bell best guy. Life, dude. He's, yeah. You're in the industry. You're making industry money without having like the industry fame of like, or like, you know. Yeah, man. Nobody recognizes you on the street. And you're a bush, too, so you're already disliked naturally by a lot of people in certain areas of the country. He is a bush, so I don't feel too bad for him. Yeah, Hard to feel bad for a bush. That's right. They love the Nazis, Mike. Never forget. Hashtag never forget. And they did steal Geronimo's skull, so it's it's kind of a... Is that real? Do you believe that? Ah! I believe it. Isn't that, I believe the legend has it, it was for it's the, the It's skull- the gerbil up what's-his-name's butt, dude. You hear it so many times, you're like, yeah, it's gotta be true. Okay, gerbil up Richard Gere's butt, yes, definitely, I believe that 100%. 
So I have no reason not to believe it. Now, you know why that rumor came out? Um, Richard Gere came out in support of Tibet, and it ruined his career because of China. And then I think that rumor and all that stuff and everything, it just destroyed him. Hmm. China. Remember when Tibet was a thing? Yeah, what happened uh, to the Tibet thing? Now it's just China. No, now it's Taiwan, dude. No, isn't Tibet now part of China? Oh, what? Yeah. No, but I'm saying Taiwan's yeah, the yeah, new Tibet. Which, by the way, good call, will soon be just a part of China. Yeah. No joke, though, I do think they're going to probably go after uh, Taiwan soon, man. I mean, Putin has basically proven not only can you take a country and not face any repercussions for it, but you can just keep doing going as you go, and then you'll, Frank, you'll at this probably point, get I think the Queen's funeral, Nation dude. Take over Taiwan. You know? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I, I'm, I've never really thought about this, but I think they're legit going <clears> to <throat> do it. And or this would be a, a great way to like stage some sort of false flag or get the world going into some sort of world war. The China has much bigger problems right now. Oh, yeah. Did you see the earthquake? No, not their economy is, is on the verge of collapse. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's why they do these earthquakes. They create them themselves so they can distract everyone from how bad their lives really are. They're on yeah, lockdown, now, Mike, in China. All of them are everywhere. They're in COVID lockdowns right now. No joke. Yeah. It's bizarre. It is weird. You know, they, and they have to follow it because they have that social credit system. And Yeah, did you see the lines where they still have to get tested every day for COVID? Well, when you have a social credit oh, system, man. you have to do what the system tells you to do to stay in line and keep your points. Literally, you can't eat. Oh, it's just scary <laughs> stuff that they have to deal with over there. How close were we? Well, they wanted the f- oh, fucking vax pass. The Chicago. green pass is the wet uh, dream of these elitists. They want it so bad because then with the green pass, you could regulate how many times you've eaten beef today. Which is insane. <laughs> That's insane. You could regulate anything, dude. You could ration off how much people could... Imagine if all your money is in this digital pass. Well, you can only go in the grocery store if your vaccines are up to date, right? Then you can go in this grocery store. Oh, well, you already purchased your uh, you know, allotment of uh, beef for the month. <laughs> oh, God. Help yourself you, to you... some cricket burgers, sir. hear our boy Fauci's back no really yeah dude he announced it today I think it was today or yesterday uh the vaccine for COVID is now going to become a yearly uh variant based shot wow I did uh I was seeing that kind of floating around but I didn't realize um I didn't realize they really they brought him back out I thought he was done for yeah he's back out there (laughs) 
Fauci is herpes, dude. You can't get rid of him. Oh, man. That's so crazy. Yeah. So now every year you just get your shot and we'll be good to go. <laughs> Did you see that creepy dude, that Indian guy? He said that's why God gave you two arms. Yes. It's one for one. the... F- what was it? Uh, yeah, one for the flu, one for the COVID shot. <laughs> yeah. you weren't kidding fauci is back and uh here he is telling us we need to uh get the annual booster shot this is pretty crazy you may need to roll up your sleeve every year to help fight off covid just like the flu white house officials say annual shots may be necessary because the virus will likely linger for years to come the director of national institute of allergy and infectious diseases dr anthony fauci says yearly shots could begin later this year we likely are moving towards a path with a vaccination cadence similar to that of the annual influenza vaccine with annual updated COVID-19 shots matched to the currently circulating strains for most of the population. Fauci also said people with weak immune systems may need more frequent protection. I just assumed that would be a yearly thing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, me too. Oh my oh, god. Yeah, we assumed. all did, asshole. We saw this game from the fucking beginning. <laughs> yeah. You guys literally did this whole scheme just so Pfizer could have another yearly shot. Fuck you know what yeah. this is? You know what happened? Is nobody was getting your fucking flu shots anymore. Yes. Or any shots. You you blew the pooch, dude. Nobody is going to fucking uh, take any of your vaccines or shots anymore. You can't convince anybody for anything. That's why monkeypox failed. Did, how many people... Raise your hand, everyone out there. Uh, who got the monkeypox vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> Remember they rolled that out out of fucking nowhere? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't raise your hands too fast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like break your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And don't worry, Eric. I would never accuse you of getting that monkeypox vaccine ever. This is the- <laughs> <laughs> we assume if you're listening to us, you did not. <laughs> so incredible, man. As, if you look at our podcast, literally every episode gets the fucking COVID warning on Spotify. <laughs> the, co- the COVID warning is these guys don't know what they're talking about. Oh, really? This drunk plumber doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to virology? Well, he's been more accurate than your fucking head of virology. Who uh, should be retired by now. Doesn't he have some beagles to torture or (laughs) orphans to kill? Come on. (laughs) The Pfizer numbers were low. They said I had to make a couple more appearances. (laughs) Dude, you know that's what it is. They probably egged him on. Come on, do it for Nicole Wallace. The Fauci groupies out there. Come on. Help. Well, dude, you know what nobody's talking about? Them. <laughs> what happened to all the other what happened to all the old shots? So you just came out with this new variant shot, right? Hey oh yeah. What happened sir. to your stockpile of the old shots? There it is. We got them. You just threw them out. Did they throw them out, Mike, or did they just recycle them? You know, a little refresh, dude. Refresh to be fresh. You know dude. what? Oh, you know what this is? <laughs> this is all the leftover Italian bread. We're gonna sprinkle a couple herbs and a little cheese on it. Now today it's the Italian herbs and cheese. Oh, you guys just fucking man. subway us with these shots, dude. <laughs> you fucking refresh to be fresh over here with these shots. 
Oh my god, boss, we got all these extra COVID chats. What do we do? Rebrand. <laughs> yes, dude. You know this what happened. And now they're sending out Fauci, the old spokesperson, to you know do one last round, get the people into it. Well, you know what happened is Fauci's, Fauci's, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm going to retire. He decided to retire. The government said, yeah, you could fire, you could retire. But his true boss, Pfizer, yes. said, no, nah, uh, you, uh, you can't retire. <laughs> Did you see our stock? Hey, you better get it back up. Wow. <laughs> Great call, man. Yeah. I think-, I, think we do. I think we found out who's running the Democratic Party. And the Democratic Party right now is in charge of everything, so... Pfizer is in charge of everything. Oh, great call. Every time they do one of those White House press briefings, it should just start with brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. <laughs> right? <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, well, this is pretty uh, fun stuff to deal with now. I, they, you brought it up a couple weeks ago, and I really loved it, which is, Of course, they need to pump out this booster program right now. It's perfect timing to get that next wave or that next variant wave rolling in the fall. No, no, yeah, they came out with it already, right? Now you're going to 30 days. There's going to be another variant. And what's 30 days? Well, now we're 30 days out from the midterm. And then what, Mike? It's such a stupid play. Well, no, because then Ugh. you encourage everyone to vote by mail. Vote by mail, yeah. Oh, everybody COVID's out it. there. You got to vote by mail. It's yeah, wild. everybody loves it. They love it, yeah, because here's the thing. They tapped into something very smart here. People are so lazy. I know. They would rather... <laughs> Voting is not supposed to be easy. Yes, or lazy. You know what I mean? There should be no element of lazy to voting. Look, if you're lazily voting, get out of here. Don't vote. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't vote. You should know who this you're a, voting for. I, I know. This is my argument to all these people around here that love it. They're like, this is, I get the I get the envelope in the in the mail, and then I sit down, and then I sit there, and I look up all the people, and it's like, yeah, you didn't give a fuck enough to look up the people or follow the people before this yeah and now you're gonna base all your decisions on this quick little on whatever you read on abcnews.com right. oh yeah you know yeah 530 drives me nuts <laughs> yeah no you're right on the money that you're gonna go get it was a- really it was really funny because dad said we were gonna talk about this on the podcast i'm gonna bring it up dad just so you know we talk about you every week <laughs> You know why Dad doesn't like Ron DeSantis? Why? He takes Disney's side in that whole ordeal with Disney. What? Because he he believes that they're go that because of what Ron DeSantis did, now the people in that county are gonna have to pay for the cleanup of Disney World or whatever. They're in, it's gonna end up costing the people of the county. Oh okay. Interesting yeah. take. <laughs> Very interesting take. I would say I never even thought of that angle. Yeah, but I. I Oh, you never saw the stories. Uh, Is this as far as? Do you remember the whole (laughs) DeSantis Disney thing? 
I do. It was he, over the he don't did the say don't say gay, gay bill. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so DeSantis yeah. does the don't say gay bill. For sure. Disney says we're gonna we're gonna devote all this money and we're gonna fight DeSantis and his 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 bigotry, right? Okay. And DeSantis says, well, if you don't like me and my government, then we're gonna take away your tax exemption or your tax benefit. You know what I mean? The yeah. uh, bonuses and everything. Right. Right. And we're gonna take away your special status. And the left-wing media ran with, like, Disney has this, like, special status where they're actually, they're, they're, they do get subsidies from the government, but they also do s- supply, like, a fire department and everything that does help the, the surrounding communities. Okay. Stuff like that. Sure, I don't know. yeah. And the whole left-wing spin was... Ron DeSantis is going to do this. They're going to kick out Disney, and then all these cut. Co- this county is going to be forced to pay more for their like garbage cleanup and fire department. Pretty much, <laughs> these residents of this county are going to have to pay what they should have been paying originally. Yeah, they're going to without the government subsidizing them okay. through Disney World. Wow. All right. I see. So, Frank, I don't know if you understand what I just said. Ron DeSantis is the devil. <laughs> if I, you didn't, Frank, okay, maybe you didn't hear all the details there. So what I pretty much said was Trump is Hitler, DeSantis right. is Hitler light. That's correct. Okay, good call. I, I, you, I understand it now. And I'm, uh, I find this whole thing hilarious. When you have to dig that deep to find fault in someone's, you know, political ideology man <laughs> and and he, right now i'm all i could think about is uh where's that ron perlman guy remember oh, ron perlman f- don't say gay don't say gay <laughs> say say gay say. <laughs> where's ron uh, perlman now man no, dude i love it because the because the fascist DeSantis, right yeah. the fascist He's that, a fascist, okay? Because he said, "I don't want your corporation, uh, you know, using your money to over to overwhelm the voters of my state." You're using your massive amount of influence and capital to push an agenda that my people don't agree with. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you're not a voter, and, Disney. Are my people are the voters? And he pretty much said, "You stay out of the politics, and I'm going to stay out of your business. You come invade the politics, we're going to, you know, now we're going to have problems." And that is fascist. Oh man! Wow. I, I don't know. Am I? I used to think fascism was like we're going to take over this sector of the economy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, Mike. I'm still wrapping my head around anti-fascist. Uh, I still can't figure that one out. So. When it comes to actual fascism, I got no idea. Got no clue. Well, anti the anti-fascists, <laughs> they seem to be as uh, as hard to find as the anti-matter. It's uh, <laughs> actually a good call. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Very hard to find. Very hard to prove. You know. <laughs> Still waiting to see an actual anti-fascist. Yeah, I've never really met one in uh, real life, I guess. You know, I've never met one of those uh, fellas who walk around in the khaki pants either. But it's a weird, like, political, because, like, fascism is, is like, like, fascism is a political stance, right? Well, fascism, I believe, is when the corporations are, you know, influencing and have taken over the political state, essentially. Well, they just become one. And then, 
Well, the military, it's all about, like, feeding the military. But uh, my point is, my point is, like, saying you're anti-fascist would be just as stupid as saying, like, I'm anti-federalist. You're (laughs) anti-federalist? Oh, but what's your political stance? I'm anti-federalist. Yeah, but there's, like, 900 things you could say. You know, are you a libertarian? Are you liberal? Are you progressive? Are you conservative? You know what I mean? No, 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 I'm anti-conservative. Well, all right. Well, okay, but what are you? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, to just say I'm anti one thing, you know what I mean? Like, Well, we're supposed I, to be a republic, right? Isn't that the, what we are? Yeah, Supposedly. we're, uh, uh, yeah. We Allegedly. Have, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Though, just to be like an anti, like, the guy I know is a, a communist, like, at least he admit, you know, at least he's like, yeah, no, I believe in communism. I like that. Like, that's better than just being like, no, nah, I'm anti-Democrat. Like, okay. Well, uh, take a stance. Don't take an anti-stance. Yeah, anti-stance is the word. You know? Well, the Democrats right now, what they're fucking anti-MAGA. That's what they are now. That's all. That, that's a great, great point. It's their whole point. platform. Who, who can get behind anti-anything? It's a hard thing to get behind. You can basically just get cultists or people who are, you know easily manipulated by cult behavior they get into anti you know stuff (laughs) if you will and it works when like (sighs) you know that's why it doesn't work it doesn't work when they vote for you they vote you in and now things are worse than the guy you're anti like the mega years were better than the biden years I i just think anti anything is trash compared to make america great again i wanna i wanna make things great Oh, that's way better than hating on you. Yeah. The other side just hates on you, and you're just like, I just want to make this place great. Well, you sound like you got a great agenda. The other side just wants to hate on you the whole time. And by the way, this side's been in power for four years, and all they've done this whole time is hate on you. Your guys' whole platform is uh, Joe Pesci's My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> yeah. Everything that guy said is bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> This, this this guy's up there speaking about all he loves is America and wants to make it great. And your answer, to, your rebuttal is, everything he said is bullshit. I'm anti that. Yeah, you're anti Trump. That's all your whole thing. That's what two years have been all about. You're, oh, oh, Mar-a-Lago, his his documents. You know, uh, Russia. Like, yeah. dude. Okay, well, you guys have now been in charge completely for two and a half years or two years, whatever, and you've literally tanked the economy. You've ruined our relationships across uh, all foreign uh, affairs. Like, we, yeah, we're a joke. Yeah, you we're... made us a joke. We were out there begging on our knees for oil from Saudi Arabia two weeks ago. You, but even worse than that, dude. Domestically, you have shattered all trust in the DOJ. You know what I mean? We're losing trust in the military. You guys are... I... No, and, well, and then you're accusing people of being fascists. Meanwhile, you're trying yeah. to implement Vax ID passports. And you were the main party behind locking people down and masking up. Oh, and now all of a sudden, no, no. We were always at war with Oceania. You know, we were always... Uh, uh, we were never uh, saying that we did the masks. It was all the Republicans who said that we had to wear I the know, masks. You know, and it's like, dude, we see your bullshit. This is 
and everything you do is anti this, anti that. You know, by the way, your COVID lockdowns, anti-freedom. Hate to spell it out like that for you, <laughs> but it's kind of anti-freedom. Yeah. That's all I, when I see Democrats, it's anti-everything. By the way, uh, your critical race theory and BLM movement, it's anti-white people. Not sure if you've really realized that, but that's how it comes across to everybody else. Dude, I keep saying it, I'm going to keep saying it. We've become the Jews of the 1930s <laughs> oh, Germany. That's, a, the that's harsh, but I would compare us more to uh, South Africa and what they did to whites there. That's a great point, yeah, where they overcorrected. They overcorrected. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. This whole equity thing, man, has got to go. Come on, dude. And, th- and that's the problem. Is you all fought for equality. You got equality. And then you know what you realize is with equality, you have to work just as hard as the other guy. And you're like, nope, I don't want to do that. I want <laughs> equity. <laughs> it's crazy. You know? Yeah, like, I, do, do people think it's unfair that, Le- that Bronny James gets a free ride essentially through college and then into the pros because he's LeBron James' son. Yeah. You know, like, is, is that unfair? Do you think he got a free ride? Yes. Okay. Same with Sharif a... O'Neal. No, 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 he gets a free <laughs> ride, but... Okay. He definitely, like... I'll tell Me you what you, you want to say. Even get the I'll NBA tell you what you want to say us, right? here. Yes. <laughs> so he definitely has the upper hand in that he's going to get the scout. Yes. But he had to prove himself. The NBA is not just going to let you in because of I your dad. understand all this, but that negates all things because if you're Shaq's son or you're LeBron James' son, you have the genetic advantage over many other people already oh for sure and then you're born into this lifestyle where you are bred to be an nba player and you've been practicing it's just like the kids the the plumber is gonna have a kid who's good at plumbing thank you exactly you just this kid's gonna have the know-how knowledge and be exposed to the uh place that's why steph curry steph curry his dad was an nba uh i don't want to say legend but his dad was well known and played many years and he brought his kids along and you know what i mean that's what i'm saying that's that's what happens dude it's just what happens. And so is that privilege is my question? Does LeBron James kid now, is he experiencing privilege? Because he has a lot of yeah, privilege. He, compared he did to, to a point, but then he did well, get in on his own. Compared to the plumber's son, Mike, that's a lot of privilege. But, but it's the same with the plumbers, right? Who do you think is going to get the apprenticeship first? The no-name or the plumber's son? Oh, there you go. So it's different you on know, all so levels. It's, it's every world. But then at the same time, that kid's got to prove that he's got to pass the test and he's got to make it in and he's got to actually prove that he can do it. Sure. But so Bronny, I do get it. Like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on it. I just don't get this equity thing. <laughs> and the reason why I don't like any of this talk is because Bronny James is a privileged kid and he's a lucky kid and he gets to grow up in a way that provided him an opportunity and a path to be who he's going to be in the future and at least get a taste of the NBA. And uh, by the way, LeBron James didn't have that opportunity, to be totally honest. LeBron James was created in a lab by the CIA, if nobody knows. And uh, (laughs) You didn't think I was going to go there, but I did. (laughs) Oh, we already talked about Big Mike. That's right, Big Mike, but... 
uh, I just think privilege and opportunity, you know, there's so many fine lines and gray areas, and there's different generational gaps of that. There's generations who have no privilege or opportunity, but then their hard work leads to the privilege and opportunity to other people in the future. And, like, how can people... Ha- talk the way they do like how does nina turner and joy reed get away with spewing all their hatred for one class or one race and not get lambasted for being racists when yeah. you know the rest of us you know are struggling there's regular people out there regardless of their skin color who are struggling every day and their relatives struggled before them and you know, maybe their kids could potentially have some opportunity in the future, but there's a struggle continues. Where was know? my white privilege when I'm literally working in your neighborhood? That's what, yeah, like, you're like, that's, where's you know the privilege? I mean? Where's the privilege there? It's weird. I was literally me. unclogging your toilets. You were paying me. You know, like, so th- I was your bitch. <laughs> that, the logic of the argument just is destroyed there. It's crazy. That's why the whole equity yeah. thing and equalness and stuff, is it's pretty bizarre. And uh, I don't know if you caught what happened this week. It kind of got buried in everything. But uh, luckily, we have our gal over there at Democracy Now!, Amy Goodman, catching this stuff. Oh, uh, uh, no. Catch your water. Everybody, um, I don't want anyone to pass out from dehydration <laughs> here. It's only uh, 60 seconds at the most, so you should be all right. But just you uh, get a quart. You're gonna need about a quart and uh, some. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you caught. Water. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but you know all this equity stuff. Uh, it's leading to the fact that the women's soccer players are now making the same as the men's in the U.S. No. Yes. Isn't that, I mean, I'm not going to say it's crazy. I think, hey, I'm all for uh, advancement and all this stuff. But I guess my only question, we'll, we'll, we'll let Amy describe to us what's going on and why it happened. But uh, I just think, you know, a lot of this stuff uh, varies based on what kind of, you know, TV contracts you have and what kind of advertisement you got going on. There's no, okay. Right? No? Maybe? I don't know. <sighs> I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, Mike, uh, you know, do you know uh, Megan Rapinoe? You know, they get, you know the, the, <laughs> the females get beaten by high school. <laughs> I know, dude. You brought this up before. That's in, they play, that's the WNBA. They play high school boys teams and lose. That's right. <laughs> and they are the they're the, they're the best of the best female. And I'm not trying to knock women, but like the problem women's sports has is the sports were literally designed. To showcase men, male attributes. Right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, there's a reason there's no sport of, like, knitting. Yeah. no, yeah, I, like, We're bad at me, knitting. You've heard me say this before, and I, I, I really do stand by this, even today, more so today now that the DH has been installed league-wide, but I believe the one league that could integrate women is baseball. The MLB could easily have women play 
various positions. I, I think baseball is, is convertible. No, dude, the one sport where you could have oh, had an yeah. equal share was NASCAR, and Danica Patrick never could do it. Uh, dude, I think baseball's a different game. It's very uh, individual-based. Dude, you dude. Think about baseball really quick. I'm telling you, like you could have some women who are agile and very good at fielding. And no, pe- no. I'm telling you, nope, nope. Not everyone slow, has to be cranking dingers. You could slower reflexes. They run slower. <laughs> they get tagged out. Can't steal bases. Get tagged out. I'm telling you, Mike. Have you seen a one uh, Bartolo Cologne play in the MLB? Do you think that man is out? Bartolo Cologne was 260 pounds, but he was a man, so it was 240 pounds of muscle. (laughs) That other 20 pounds was just excellent. I bet you. Okay, have you seen that man? I bet you there's a million women in this country who could outrun CC Sabathia to a ground ball. I guarantee it, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I'll give you that one. I'll concede that one. out of my mind yeah but how many females are fucking throwing 100 miles per hour so again baseball's a finesse game it's not about strength the big problem you have is i i don't i i'm not trying to knock women here but i don't think there's a i thought a lot about 99 99 out of 99% of men can't hit 100 in the mlb so there's no way i don't think you could get a woman that would hit a I don't think you could get a woman over 200 in the MLB. I think this is very controversial, but I believe I'm... I I love baseball a lot. I, I'm an avid viewer of it. I follow it. I play fantasy baseball, which, by the way, my team made the fantasy baseball playoffs. I'm in it right now, and I'm crushing it, and I'm going to win it all the way. I'm winning it this year. You've heard me talk about it before. Remember when this started, Mike? You don't remember because the baseball season started in April. That's how long this goddamn fantasy baseball season has been, dude. <laughs> but back in April, on the podcast, I predicted I would make the playoffs with my theory that I follow. Yeah, you just fucking outlasted everybody. Everybody else gave up. Nobody cares. No, no, dude. September. This league I'm in is over 10 years old, and it's with these guys who are like 50 and older. They got nothing in their lives uh, to do but yeah. play fantasy sports. Uh, nothing but old wives at home mike i'm telling you they've dominated me for the last like seven years and the last year i finished second i barely lost in the championship and this year i'm telling you i got it i got the goods i'm going for it and i'm gonna win it i i wish you luck and it tell and i'm telling you as a baseball fanatic I believe women could be integrated into the sport, and it's the only one where it doesn't take no, strength to be you great. Never had, you never had the problem is there's no like like there's no way you there's no there's no women out there hitting hundred mile per hour fastballs. There's no women even attempting it. <laughs> you know. Then uh, that has to do with like hand eye coordination and speed. Like, there's, we needed that to fucking, because we're dumb, and we needed to devote our brain to, like, hunting animals. I get it, but did you catch a... Like... (laughs) Did you see the open... You know what the best thing I ever heard was, uh, the best part, like, you know, you ever heard of conservation of energy? Yes. 
like the, it's like the basis of all physics and everything. And Trump like, believes if you exert too much energy by exercising in your life, you will die yeah. younger. <laughs> you have a limited amount. Yeah, he's an idiot. But, uh, <laughs> listen, listen, Donald Trump, I would take his advice on running a business, never on nutrition or health. Uh, you got to know your, know your lane and stay in that lane. <laughs> Oh, I forgot what I was talking about. Threw me off with the Trump. Yeah, sorry. Well, that's all right. I know what we were talking about. We we're talking about women in sports, baby, and they can only last in baseball. Oh yeah, yeah. The best part I ever heard was like it's like a thing between the. Uh... So if you look at like all mammals, it has to do with like the stomach to brain ratio. Okay. All right. Because your brain and your stomach take the most calories. That's the most energy. Okay. So you can't have a big brain. There's a reason, like, a cow is dumb, because it devotes all its energy to digesting, you know, herbivores tend to have small brains and multiple stomachs or large stomachs. Hey, vegans, listen up, small brains. <laughs> oh, that's why they seem so dumb to us. <laughs> Dude, I talked about it before, about the, the chess players losing weight while they're competing because yeah, their brains are brain. burning so much energy. It's a like, super muscle. Your brain takes energy, calories. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. And so it's like, that's one of the reasons our brains were able to grow because we started cooking our food. And cooking your food makes it easier for you to digest. So because we were able to digest better, that's why we don't even, you know, our appendix shrank, our digestive tracts, everything became more simplified. That's why our brains were able to take more energy. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. So, and the, yeah. so, it's, so the whole point is conservation of energy. There's a reason women are smarter. <laughs> I got you. All of our energy goes into our muscles and shit. Absolutely, you know, yeah. that's why we're better at sports. <laughs> no, you're missing you know. the point. Baseball is not about being athletically superior. It's about no, being no, mentally it, it superior. Is. It is. It has to do hand-eye coordination. All right. Well, I'm just telling you, it's my theory. I'm throwing All it out right. there. And you know who would disagree with both of we'll us? Put it right up there with the flat moon theory. Hey, flat moon theory, dude. You know what I did the other day? oh man I, w I went to a batting cage speaking of baseball yeah i love going to a batting cage have you been recently uh about two years ago it was the last time actually unfortunately we lived by one and we'd oh, walk to it all the time so i would i'll go i'll go soon just because you brought it up actually dude i don't think i swung a bat in 20 years oh really oh we used to go all the oh. time when we lived in longmont nah, man right. yeah no, no, never mind. I did. I, I was on a softball team in in the army. So yeah, it's like fifteen years, <laughs> <laughs> fourteen years. Well, how did it feel to swing away, man? Dude, you kind of you go in there and it just kind of comes right back to you pretty quick, you know. For sure. I mean, I embarrassed myself in the fast pitch. Uh, I kind of uh, struck out, but uh, you know. Yeah, it's kind of it's fun, man. It hurts the next day. That's a the twisting man you know what's funny is you don't realize what muscles you use in that right and when you're young it's like a weird <laughs> you don't like feel it when you're younger you know no but it was like my right leg and my forearms wow you know what i mean and you're like damn i guess it really is all like Nah, it sounds to me like you got to work on your mechanics, Mike. Actually, that's what I'm. It's thinking. My fundamentals. Yeah, I exactly, my fundamentals. dude. You got to practice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> gotta start working out. <laughs> yeah, you know, doing a little activity. I bet, is you, a good I compete the, I bet you I can compete with the ladies. Wow, man, you're really sticking to that. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, we'll agree to disagree with baseball, but when it comes to soccer and football and uh, any kind of contact sport in any way, I don't think that there's a good mix there, which is why I think it's interesting that they would consider paying both parties the same. And uh, did everyone get that water ready? You probably already drank it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tangent. Here we go. Uh, they're paying the chicks the same. Take it away, Amy. And members of the U.S. women's soccer team have signed a historic collective bargaining agreement with U.S. soccer, guaranteeing equal pay for the men and women teams. The agreement comes six years after players on the U.S. women's national soccer team filed a complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. In 2019, what? players filed a federal <laughs> lawsuit over unfair pay practices. Women's soccer superstar Megan Rapinoe praised the new agreement. Megan Rapinoe, by the way, World Economic Forum uh, youth sponsored thing. She's all up in that. Just so you know. Just so you know. All right, here we go. This is the best part. Uh, I love. Um, I love her little speech here. It's fantastic. Riveting. I can't wait. I mean, it's so good. It's just like such a proud moment for all of us. Um, thinking back to all of the players that have come through, um, just the work that was done specifically on the CBA, but um, really before that to lay the groundwork and just knowing how much we put into it, um, you know, how much effort we put into it and just that, you know, the same never say die ad to we had on the field. Um, that's the same vibe we brought to this. So it's a super proud moment. Um, really super excited proud. for everyone and, and really excited to see where this pushes the game on. What? This is so stupid. Yeah. This yeah. is literally me going up to my boss and saying, I know I'm an apprentice plumber, but I want to be paid the same rate as a regular plumber. I know I don't bring in as much money, but I think I deserve it because of equity. Right. Right? Yeah, well, I, I looked no, it there's up. There's no difference there. Dude, I looked up what the average MLS player makes, and they make about 400-something <laughs> thousand a year. Okay. What? They make that much? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Man, I should have played soccer. <laughs> Soccer's tough, man. It's a lot of running. But I, I feel like um, it has a lot to do with the fact that these guys are also big-time Olympic players, and they're international dudes, and uh, the average is raised up because, you know, you had guys like Beckham coming over and playing, and they play for these million-dollar contracts. Like, you get some big stars, from overseas. Plus they do multiple leagues. No, that's what I'm saying. They're coming from overseas and they're yeah, playing right. here. And so they're raising the average, number one. And number two, um, they're filling the stands. And ESPN yeah. is playing these games on more primetime levels. And people are tuning in to watch them. I know people out here who go to Rapids games. That's the Colorado MLS team. Um, the, Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny here. Yeah. I'm not trying to be funny here. This is going to be good. I can't wait. <laughs> I don't even want to ask it. No. Yes, please do. Huh? Is there a female Major League Soccer? And we are off YouTube. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not trying to be funny, dude. Is there really a female Major League Soccer? I thought they just did that for the Olympics. Yeah. I is there believe, like a league? I believe they have it. Yeah. Like the like the Chicago Fire, but there's a female team. I think so, but I, I'm sure this is about the U.S. 
stuff, but my point US, being yeah. is you're dealing with professional athletes that are playing overseas, over here, they're on and prof- MLS, we have MLS, you know, like it's it, it's National League that were, you know, they get good attendance. They have advertisements yeah. and they're getting uh, there sponsors. I, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> What are they getting paid for? That's my point. Why is this a thing? <laughs> Why didn't this happen for the WNBA? Why did it happen for women's soccer? It doesn't make any sense. No, dude, the WNBA learned their lesson. They're just happy to not be in a Russian prison. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll, we'll take the pay, whatever it is. Just don't put us in... Oh, my God. Don't send us to Russia. Don't send Rodman again, please. That's... <laughs> Dude, no, I, I don't know. All right, hold on. Sorry, Megan. Uh, before we make fun of you, first we need to find out if you actually have a job. Um, no, she's retired. She's does. She's just a spokesperson now, and she she's not even playing. No, I told you she works for the World Economic Forum and all this stuff. I I'm not making that up. She's a legit just. Uh, she's just creating problems in our society. That's all she's doing. <laughs> This is a non-story is my point. And the best part is that it was on Democracy Now! And they were really into it. And they had to interview Megan Rapinoe. And it's just, come on. Who? Is she the chick that took her shirt off that one time? Or no, that was the other one. No, this is the one who she's got the pink hair. And she's everywhere. Yeah, she's got the, you know what I'm talking about. She's the pink hair lady. She's Uh, all over the place. Uh, She's a Klaus Schwab crony. Um, she's pushing this equity thing. That's what this is all about, is just getting headlines. You don't deserve for, it. Well, it just, just doesn't make sense. It's the same reason why it's a tough sell to claim that people in the WNBA are as popular or worth the same money as LeBron James and, you know, uh No, no. When Seth LeBron Curry. plays, the stadium makes more money Seth in Curry. hot dogs. Than an entire yes. game of WNBA. That's, that, that's so. what people don't understand. And the equal like, pay man. thing, I don't think people realize that when it comes to pay, it doesn't really have much to do with gender as it does to do with, like, profits. Especially in the sporting world. Yeah, nobody understands that, dude. It's weird. And that's why the equi- this equity argument... But you know what's going to happen is now the guys are going to want more money. <laughs>